0: tracy and noelle they're gonna make you lol on 90 day fiance trash talk hello and welcome to 90 day fiance trash talk this is episode 108 i'm your host comedian tracy carnazzo joined by my lovely guest co-host shannon lee hi tracy hi shannon i am so excited for you to be here today because um we actually got rid of noelle finally our plan has worked we got rid of noel um i suggested that she go on vacation and then i just um i didn't allow her to come back she fell for it yeah she fell i mean who's (laughs) the idiot you know what i'm saying i was like hey noel why don't you go on vacation for valentine's day and she was like where should i go and i was like i don't know maybe the woods (laughs) the wood. and that's it yeah so noelle is now in the wood and here we are and shannon is my new co-host for the rest of my life so welcome shannon or the rest of today at least and i'll take it okay whatever (laughs) i mean listen (laughs) it is what it is Uh, i'm so happy that you're here uh if you guys don't know who shannon is you should shannon's been on the show before she's a very good friend of the show and shannon has another podcast as well shannon tell us about your other podcast
1: Sure. It's called The Thing Is Ding. We talk about bad dates, fighting and ghosts. And uh, we have comedians, reality TV stars, musicians, porn stars come on and talk about their experiences with the paranormal,
0: with bad dates or bad sex and um, getting into street fights. Oh, okay. Have you ever had someone that's gotten into a relationship with a ghost and then fought them?
1: No, I'm, that that's going to be when I stop the show, when that story comes on, <laughs> then I'm done. <laughs> that's but what I, you're searching for. Yeah, but um, I have had two stories like run into each other, but not never all three.
0: Oh, awesome. Who, who's been like a few of your favorite guests on the show besides me and Noel?
1: Of course. Um, May, uh, God rest
0: her soul. <laughs>
1: I've had, a, I feel like the, the, the best ghost stories are like mm-hmm. my favorite episodes So, um, Zach Amico, who hosts Zach Amico's Midnight show. Oh, Zach Amico's
0: hilarious.
1: Oh my God. His story was like, it should be made into a movie. It was terrifying.
0: Zach has an actual podcast about horror movies. And I'm wondering if uh, he channeled that. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I think this was a dream. It might've been a movie. I'm not sure if this was real.
1: <laughs> yeah, and also comedian Mike Cannon, host of the Irish Goodbye podcast, his story will gave me goosebumps and almost made me cry. It was like a touching oh. ghost story. Yeah, but there's a, there's the great ones. It's a lot of fun.
0: Oh my God. So guys, make sure you check out Shannon's podcast. Everything will be in the show notes. So make sure you go down there. Um, We're here to talk about season eight, episode 10 of 90 day fiance. But before we get into that, I just want to introduce everyone that hasn't been already introduced to this app stereo that we have been using to go live every single Wednesday night. We have a show on stereo called the trash talk after show. And it's Noel and I every single Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern standard time. And it's amazing because what it is is like everything that we forget to say on the podcaster. And we also interact with the listeners on this show. And it's amazing. So make sure you go to stereo.com slash Trixie Tuzini. Again, it's going to be in the show notes. So guys click the link, make sure you sign up for stereo. You can listen live and ask questions or you can listen afterwards because all the recordings are there in the stereo app.
1: That seems like so much fun because I know when I listen to this show, Mm -hmm. I often speak out loud in my bedroom to you and Noelle. So it feels like it gives the listeners a chance to do that for real.
0: That's exactly what it is. You can, how many times, like I do it all the time on podcasts. I'm like, no, wait. Or like they're saying, this is my biggest thing when people are saying things and it's wrong and they're, or they like, can't think of the name of something. And I'm like, hello, (laughs) can you not hear me now? We can hear you. And that's, that's what stereo is all about. So we're going to do that. So now let's get into this episode, season eight, episode 10 of 90 day fiance. We're going to start off with just the most beautiful, well-matched romantic couple, Mike <laughs> and Natalie.
1: This is real love guys. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. So she has learned the word of the day. Now. I don't know if she had um, word of the day, toilet paper.
1: That's what I thought.
0: Yeah. Or was, I mean, is Mike teaching her the word of the day? Is she picking a word that she wants to know? How, how do we pick the word of the day?
1: I was thinking that maybe she came across this word on television or something right. and kept throwing it at him. Sure. And now this is his way of being like, why don't you tell everyone what your word of the day is? It's because <laughs> She just keeps saying so it over and over it, again.
0: You think it's just some sarcasm on his. Yes. Point. <laughs> so the word of the day for her is controversial. Right. Isn't that mm-hmm. what it is? Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't really read my own handwriting. So <laughs> I type, I type mine out. <laughs> I should, I, I really should. But I got to tell you, I think that the pain and the agony of writing longhand notes is really the punishment <laughs> for me to from picking this career. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so they go out to eat and he is talking to her with an accent. Am I, am I wrong on this? I didn't pick up on on that with them. This is a big thing on this show. It's I mean, listen, it's a big thing in life. We've talked about this so many times. People speak to people with an accent Mm -hmm. with their own version of an accent. They yell. They speak very slowly (laughs) and they speak with sometimes it's not even the same kind of accent. Like I don't even think this was any kind of Russian accent. No, I missed it. I do have this in my notes for another couple, (laughs) right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I missed it for them.
0: It happens a lot. Um, and I gotta tell you, there's something that I've been thinking about a lot on this is that I am just like intrigued by accents. I really am. Sorry. I'm dying. Um, I just feel like accents are so cool. Yeah, they, they can like, be. How I just feel like they all just the the fact of having like we have accents, mm-hmm. but we don't even know it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get made fun of for my
0: accent pretty constantly. often. Constantly, <laughs> yeah. constantly, people think that I am like from. I was born in in the sewer in Brooklyn, <laughs> yeah,
1: and I feel like though our
0: accents aren't that strong compared to not other New Yorkers. Yeah, not at all. But it's just it's so. I don't. I don't know. Like. I think that obviously people mock people with accents and they use an accent to mock people. But I'm more intrigued and like, how did you come to pronounce that word like that? Like, what happens? Like, what is so different? I don't know. I need to maybe take a class about this. This this is my new obsession. So um, there's 45 days left and she doesn't have a dress. And he's like, oh, I think that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Cause there'll be no wedding. Right. So okay. he's like, don't even get a dress because, um, you know, I mean, we're just gonna, I'm going to kick you out eventually. So. You know what it that.
1: feels it's felt like with this couple, this whole season that he decided he doesn't want to do the show anymore. And told the producers that. And the producer producers are like, please, like, just pretend. And then he and Natalie had a conversation. He's like, All right, we're gonna do the show one more season and we're just gonna pretend. And she says, Okay, that's fine. And then then he forgets. Yeah, no, I think she forgets (laughs) because he's just like, let's just hang out and drink and have a good time. And she is like,
0: What about the wedding? Right. And he's like, Wink wink, Natalie. I told you we're just (laughs) getting the cash, right? Exactly. And she's like, Mike, I'm not authorized to be paid by the show. (laughs) And he's like What? I can't hear you. Uh, your accent is is very strong right now and I don't understand what you're saying. So why don't you shut up and just do the show with me? Is that exactly. what you think is happening? Exactly. Yes. So they have a lot to work on and she wants to go to therapy and he goes, uh, no. <laughs> oh, OK, cool.
1: Simple answer. He kind of like
0: poo-poo's it.
1: He does. I think his answer is like it's only a little bit of like the macho attitude of not wanting to show feelings or deep, uh, right. deep in, getting deep into emotions, but it's mostly because he just doesn't care. He just wants the forty-five days to finish and for her right. to go home.
0: I know, and he's like, "Well, I don't want to spend a bunch of money on." Uh, okay, um, he's saving a lot of money on heat. <laughs> <laughs> he you think that that's? She's like, uh, Mike. We had to burn styrofoam the other day <laughs> in the in the fireplace. And I got some kind of terrible poisoning while you were at work and I actually blacked out for three to four hours. Could we maybe spend a little bit of money on therapy? And he's like, no, that's a waste of money. Just keep burning those styrofoam containers. It's
1: very controversial.
0: (laughs) She's like, my lungs, when I breathe out, flames come out. (laughs) He's like, yeah, that's America. so." So he just, he keeps talking in circles. He's not making any kind of sense. So now it's 44 days to the wedding and they're cooking together very angry (laughs) they're not happy about the situation she is uh cutting a potato he doesn't want her to cut the potato they had already cut a potato are they splitting a potato I feel like they should never eat together because this is where the fights happen they shouldn't eat in the same room they shouldn't but at the same time she makes sure that uh he's not allowed to eat meat so they have to you know she has to compromise somehow
1: Um, I would like to speak on behalf of all vegans for a moment. Sure.
0: Oh my God. That's right. (laughs) Shannon, you are a vegan. Please give us a little bit of insight. Do you agree with Natalie or not?
1: I do not. Uh, I feel like um, I I often don't even like to admit that I'm a vegan because of vegans or vegetarians. I don't know what she is um, like Natalie that give us a bad name. Um, She's constantly shaming him. She's every time he goes to put something in his mouth, she's like, don't eat that. Like, that's the worst way to make somebody do what you want them to do is constantly shame them for what they're they're doing. She's like, don't drink, don't eat meat. And it makes him angry to where he does it just to spite her.
0: Right, But also, um, why are you a vegan, Shannon? Like what is you what's the the reasoning behind your your uh, choice?
1: Uh, So I originally gave it a shot because I wanted to lose weight and be healthier. And um, I had never done it before. I was on, I was in the mindset of meat is good and Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's a good thing to give it up. And then I was reading a bunch of books and I was like, let me give it a shot. And uh, uh, a few weeks in, I started to feel better. I started to lose a little bit of weight. I didn't, I miss cheese. I'm going to be honest with you, but uh, I didn't, I don't miss meat very much. And now it's been a little, about almost a year and a half wow. that I've been vegan. And I mean, I didn't do it for animal sure. rights purposes. You just did it
0: to, to feel better.
1: Exactly, yeah. And, okay. I, and I don't think everybody should be, I feel like do whatever the hell you want to do, but it just, it works for me.
0: Look at that. Like just <laughs> um just worrying about yourself. Yes. Is that what you're doing? That's so crazy. Now I cannot tell what her reasoning is. So we do see that she does eat fish. So I'm assuming that she's some kind of pescatarian, which is like I said, your choice. And like you said, your choice
1: Also, it is odd that the one animal she chooses to eat is fish, yet she's so protective of them with the sound of the fireworks.
0: Right. So here's the thing: you can't scare them, but you can kill them. Exactly. But don't don't sneak up behind them and kill them. Right. (laughs) Just make sure they're sleeping. Yeah. (laughs) Before you you murder them. You don't want to spook them. Yep. Because everyone knows that. Everyone knows you don't scare a fish. That's a ancient uh, proverb. Exactly. (laughs) You know what happens. It's like seven years bad luck when you break a mirror. (laughs) Yeah. 10 years in the wood if you scare a fish with a firework. That's the thing. So the thing is, like, I don't know if she's doing this to maybe just control him, but also to fat shame him.
1: Yes. There's a ton of
0: fat shaming going on.
1: Yeah. She definitely, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, but I, I usually try not to watch the coming attractions, but it, yeah, it's I obvious. Did. Yeah. It's like, well, she has mentioned it before too, where she calls him low class. Like she thinks mm-hmm. that he is winning the lottery by having, you know, by being graced by her presence yes. and that she is then allowed to treat him however she wants
0: bad attitude. So now she says even, something worse. So she's cutting the extra potato. Um, and she says, this is a quote and thank God Noel is no longer the co-host on this show ever again, because this is the quote um, whew, I, I get chills just thinking about how she would react to this. She says, I hate butter. Oh, okay. So I hope she's not even listening right now, because if she's listening, she's not going to make it through. Um, he's like, you know, I want you to be fun. I want you to just chill out. And then he goes to the fridge to get a beer. And this is his quote. Oh, no, there's only one left. (laughs) I feel like she doesn't like the drinking, which is it's fine. But also, like, you got him like that. Mm -hmm. You really can't change people.
1: Yeah. um, Also, my favorite quote of her in this scene is her saying, "Um, I'm pretty fun when I want to be fun. So basically, she just doesn't ever want to be fine. Never, never
0: ever wants to, but I do think that he knows that she hates the drinking, so he goes hard on it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He and has he, like, to make the announcements, he has to smack his lips when he drinks. He has to go, ah, after every sip, it's so much.
1: It's true. It is that that is something that he does. It annoys me. Like when they went into that little shop and he wanted to buy the decanters or yes. whatever. Yeah. he. But it's also like he's being she is shoving it in his face so much as his only way of kind of pushing
0: back, I think. I know. But like maybe then just don't be with her or have like an actual conversation with her and be like, hey, Natalie. So here's the deal. I'm going to drink. And if you keep making comments, you can go uh, in the pond with the fish (laughs) and I'm going to play. I'm going to start shooting off tons of fireworks. So I'm going to play the scaring game. He says no again about that. She's like, hey, I'm um, just checking in to see where you are about the therapy. And he's like, oh, um, no, no, that's what we're going to do. We're going to no. know.
1: By the way, whenever she reminds him about this, like, I don't know. I have misophonia. So certain sounds trigger me right the, when she says, Michael in constantly to get his attention when he's in the other room. I have the same visceral reaction to the sound of somebody <laughs> chewing. <laughs> he's just in the next name, but in the next room, there's nobody
0: else in the house. There's just- no other room though. Really. <laughs> no. I don't think there is another room. I think that the closet smells bad because that's where they cook cabbage. I think so. Like, I don't think, I, I don't see another room per se. I see different angles of the same room. That's fair. It's like half partitions, but yeah, no, problems. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like an open concept modular home. It's really just a beautiful thing. So he says no again about the therapy, but then he goes to Jane for his haircut and he sits down in the chair and he looks her right in the face and goes, do my hair like my mom. I want bangs <laughs> like Trish. And she was like, What's Ooh, that? Michael, finally finally you're coming to an understanding so they talk about natalie a little bit and uh she says this is a quote what are you guys disagreeing on and then he looks her right in the face and goes mostly butter and aliens and i couldn't believe it <laughs> just like most people you know yeah you know butter aliens also like you know her engagement ring <laughs> and she's like oh cool want to go on a date just kidding if i'm kidding if you are <laughs> do you think
1: that she is legitimately because she does get a little flirty. Do you think it's legitimate or do you think this is a uh, production planted?
0: No, I think it's legitimate. I think that's why they chose her. OK, because she's probably like be on TV with Mike. <laughs> Trish's son, Mike, with the bangs. Oh, my okay. God. Maybe he'll let me do the bangs on him.
1: They're a much better couple. they will, They will love eating butter and drinking together.
0: This is so true, though. He needs to find a butter lover <laughs> <laughs> that likes the wood. that's what he really but okay so now they talk about like her not having a ring yeah so the thing is is that she was I listen I don't like Natalie but I also in this episode kind of almost saw her side of things for a little bit and I was like you know I guess I've been in relationships before where you can paint me as the villain when you don't really know what goes on sure besides that so it's like yeah she gave him the ring back but like what really happened mm-hmm. maybe he was making her feel so bad that she didn't know what else to do to kind of like get his attention
1: yeah um maybe refresh my memory but from what I remember of that whole thing was when they were in Russia or the Ukraine,
0: or Ukraine whatever yeah that yeah sorry <laughs> it's, it's not see here's the thing it's not not a different place okay like it kind of used to be part of
1: got it yeah. And they were in Natalie's home.
0: <laughs> That's very good. In Natalie's mom's home. <laughs> in in uh Natalie or Natasha's home. Question right. mark. <laughs>
1: um that they they had the interview where she refused to say that she loved Michael.
0: Okay, so that was on the tell all. Okay. Right?
1: So that wasn't the catalyst to their whole fight.
0: Um, no, I don't think it was. I okay. think that afterwards. Or maybe she said it twice. She might've said it twice. Cause I remember she did say it on the tell all, but she might've said it in the confessional as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because I'm having a hard time remembering like what their big problem was when he
0: left. The big problem was that she wanted a baby. Okay. Right now. And he was like, yeah, you don't even live. Like we're not even approved for the, and she's like, it's fine. Just put a baby in me right now. I will cook it here. I will cook it here. And then I will birth it in the closet. And he's like, yeah, you haven't seen my my uh my setup yet, so I think maybe <laughs> you should you should put the brakes on the baby and uh, come over first and see if you like it here. Right.
1: Okay. I remember now. So
0: that was kind of, I think that was like a lot of it. So um she so she's Jane is cutting his hair, and she's talking while she's buzzing his hair. But the greatest thing about this audio is that you can't hear her; she's just buzzing. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> and it's like you know the television. Um, the buzzer very loud. So I don't know if maybe they should have recorded, you know, we're podcasters. Maybe they should have recorded the buzzers track separately and then lowered it just to give the buzzing effect or made her pretend to buzz and then put a little, uh, buzzing sound effect in at a very low volume. You should write a letter. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to see what I could do. So now he winds up going to couples therapy with her. And they meet Doug and uh, Mike is like, listen, because I am expecting a call from (laughs) 1997. So I'm going to keep my Bluetooth earpiece in because I also am uh, a taxi driver on the side (laughs) and I need to make sure that I have this Bluetooth in my ear during this entire therapy session.
1: I feel like this was an easy way for him to instead of like just constantly having his eyes rolling right through the whole session, he's able to just signify how much he does not give a crap with having to do ear. you think that
0: he was listening to 90 Day Fiancé trash talk? <laughs> Maybe. Hi, Mike. Like, oh. <laughs> Mike, if you're in couples therapy right now with Nat- Natalia slash Natasha. <laughs> We, uh, we don't, we used to be on your side, not so much anymore, but we do, uh, well, I mean, I say okay to butter. Shannon is like, ah earth balance. (laughs) So he has this thing, (laughs) he has this thing in his ear that I cannot believe. And Doug is like, guys, what do you think that the biggest problem is? And Natalia, I like to call her Natalia now, by the way, Natalia is like, uh, it's very hard to communicate with him because he's always on the phone. (laughs) with someone with a bluetooth in his ear and doug's like do you think that maybe the bluetooth is part of the problem
1: (laughs) he's like what bluetooth (laughs)
0: he's like what bluetooth this is part of my ear now
1: i think that they could not have picked a worse therapist for um to sit with them i think he was terrible in my personal opinion tell me why Okay. What stuck out to me first, and this is just such a stupid thing, but it annoyed me. I felt I'm on Mike's side. I felt his annoyance the entire uh, session. But when when they walk in, the therapist says, this is the spot. Pick your favorite seat. There's just a couch there. There's just a couch. (laughs) And how do you
0: know? Maybe there's something that you can't see. (laughs) Maybe there was a tiny hammock hanging from the ceiling maybe there was a swing (laughs) maybe there was some pillows on the floor that they could have laid down you know like when you were in uh when you were in school (laughs) did you ever like the guidance counselor's office and they're like if you want to sit on the floor there and just lay down and i'd always be like yeah of course i want to just lay down can you also not talk to me
1: (laughs) right i'm sorry i
0: didn't realize
1: you didn't see the
0: whole room you just saw the one couch area (laughs) i feel like a lot of therapists do that though Pick your favorite seat. Yeah, they do. I'm telling you, like every therapist's office that I've been inside of, because now everything's virtual, mm-hmm. um, it's so crazy because they do say, like, you know, sit wherever you're comfortable. And they usually have two options one of them is more of a city thing, and one of them more is a lay down kind of option. Okay. I always pick the city, but also sometimes, like, uh, I've been to the therapist's office where they have like a hard, like, chair and then they have a couch. Um, I'm not going to lay on anything, but I will sit on the couch before I'm going to sit on the hard chair.
1: That's fair.
0: Yeah. So we don't know. I think that you need to hold your judgment on that. What else was it about Doug?
1: (laughs) So (laughs) I feel like Mike could be won over, Mm -hmm. but whenever Mike, now I feel weird calling him Mike. I feel like I need to say Michael. Right. But whenever. And Natalia. Yeah, sorry, Michael and Talia. I'm going to change my notes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or Natasha. It's whatever you feel comfortable calling her.
1: Um, whenever he, I feel like the key things that he said, the therapist just glossed over. Um, for example, when he said, I don't think we're in love with each other anymore. The therapist, well, and this is obviously, this could be it's obviously editing. Bad editing, editing.
0: Yeah. because I don't, okay. So she did say um, that she wants to express to him that it was hard for her to leave her country. And this is a quote, now I live in the wood. Yeah, this is my favorite. <laughs> so, and and that he ignores her emotions, right? And he claims that he tried to make her feel comfortable. Now, uh, listen, again, never on her side before, but now I kind of am because, okay, Shannon, you have your boyfriend coming from, I don't know, Scotland.
1: He's going to come. Well and, be. If I have a boyfriend, right? it could be
0: from anywhere. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he's coming to your house and he's going to come live with you. Are you doing anything to prepare for his arrival?
1: Yes. Yes. I do agree with you here, especially. What are you doing? I would have in the fridge, the things that he likes to eat. Like I would cater the place as much as I could to his preferences. Right. And I I got a favorite spot to sit in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You would, you would put the hammock up. Yes. You would put a little beanbag chair on the floor. I understand. See, I would even see. I don't know if this is like a woman thing though. Like I might say like, oh, you like lasagna. And I would have made a lasagna kept it in the fridge for some grab-and-go meals because, remember, he's going to be in the house and you're going to be off at work. Right. So now, instead of him having to cook every meal just for, like, the first few days, maybe he could just unwind, heat up some lasagna. you know? That's fair, yeah. And I do
1: think this may be a woman thing because I don't think there has been a single man on this show that has ever done anything. What was his name? Eric and something is the guy... I can't remember the name, but he like, no, no, it was- oh, Lita. Lead, yes, 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 yes. Well, he <laughs> did
0: was... blow up the couch for her. <laughs> right?
1: he did. That, was, that was effort. You're right. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> and he also made the box spring so they could lay down on it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so he did do a lot of, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like, why wouldn't you want these people to be happy or like comfortable in your home that is now going to be their home? And I do think that he did not really prepare. Now, when he said that they aren't in love, um, I do think that he was paying her back for what she did at the tell-all and how what we were just talking about, how she said in the confessional that they are not in love anymore or that she doesn't love him.
1: Yeah, I don't agree. I feel like- I feel like after um, him being angry about that whole situation, <clears <Right>. <clears <throat> that that it's now actually worn off for him. Because even when she was first coming back here, right, um, and like her visa was approved, he was kind of like, "All right, I mean, I guess, I guess we have to do it now because we are sure. approved, so let's try." But I don't think that the that those feelings have ever actually his come heart back. wasn't in it. Yeah, and I think that this is him actually finally admitting that. And from what at least is shown to us by the editing of this, it appears that the The therapist never asked him to clarify, never made sure Natalie heard it. Well,
0: he definitely didn't clarify because I will tell you this. But again, I think this is the editing. Mm -hmm. He was like, what do you want to hear from her? And then I didn't understand anything that he said. I played it back 10 times and I was like, okay, I think this is bad editing because I'm not sure where this conversation is fitting in.
1: That's true. Also, um, one other thing that Natalie said when she said that, um, he wasn't caring about her emotions or trying to understand how she feels. But there were times that we saw at least where he said, tell me what you're when she had the tantrum outside right. in the woods and she walked away and he said, tell me what you're feeling like. Use your words. And right. she's like, I don't I don't know. So he has attempted to talk to her and ask her what right. she's feeling, but she is just shuts down.
0: Right. She was like, I'm going to uh, kiss this tree on the mouth. <laughs> so just leave me alone. Now he goes outside from the therapist's office and the producer asked her ideally uh, ask him ideally what would he like and he says in an ideal world he wants to get married and have kids but maybe not with Natalie? I think they meant in an ideal world what would happen with Natalie.
1: I don't know. I don't know. They did leave it pretty open ended. Right. But yeah, I think think that's just more to he's he's checked out, but there was a little bit of emotion that came over him at the end of this, you know, was mad way.
0: He was annoyed. He's like, are you guys going to pay me or no? He's like, can I take this phone call already? Uh, Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I have had someone on hold for 45 minutes. So please let me get back to my phone call. Thank you so much. Um, Now, we talked about how Natalie says, uh, and again, quote, I hate butter. And that is just the wrong way of thinking because there really aren't any, quote unquote, bad foods. That's, That's the whole thing. And that's what we really have to think about when we think about the kind of way that we eat. Because when you think about... Everything you've ever learned about getting healthy, there's a lot of contradictory information out there and things like that old fashioned food pyramid aren't much help, you know, but you understand what I'm saying, right?
1: I agree. I mean, I eat vegan butter all the time
0: (laughs) and (laughs) eating better to feel better, understanding cravings and knowing how to shop. And knowing that no food is quote unquote bad is very, very important. And Noom will help you make better choices because it's based in psychology and it teaches you why you make the choices that you do. And it gives you the tools to replace your habits with healthier ones. They use cognitive behavioral approach and it means that you're not just losing weight, you're building the habits that you need to keep it off because you're human and Noom is forgiving. And if you go off track, you'll be back on tomorrow. The thing that I love about Noom is that it really does encourage you to eat more vegetables. I'm on board with it's that. Something, <laughs> I know. And it's just something that like sometimes I just never really thought about. You know, you're always like looking at what you're eating and you think about what not to eat, but you don't think about what you do want to eat. That's fair. And that that's a that's a big thing. And there's a science to getting healthier. It's called Noom. So sign up for your trial today at Noom n o o m dot com slash trash talk. You can learn how to eat again with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom n o o m dot com slash trash talk. Are you ready to learn how to live healthier? I think you are. So sign up for Noom today at n o o m dot com slash trash talk. All right, now let's move on to. uh, Yara and Hovi <laughs> Hovi they're going to have an engagement party in the bayou and now she meets his dad very exciting his yeah. uh and he also has supreme sweatpants on oh I missed miss that <laughs> this guy is like major major douchebaggery yeah
1: yeah I mean like uh, going into this scene At first I was thinking, well, first Yara seems like she's not on point. She only has like one base layer of makeup on, like she's probably tired and she starts off kind of a little crappy. I'm sorry. I never know if I can curse in the show or not.
0: (laughs) You can absolutely curse. Okay.
1: So I know your mom (laughs) listens. I don't want to be offensive.
0: No, you can curse. I just don't, but you can. OK, so I don't care if she I don't care if um, she hates if me. Just, I, yeah, she hates you. That's that is what it is. You know, So, That's so on you, Shannon. So she's not going to buy you t- paper towels from Costco. She's still going to buy them for me. You know what I'm saying? I got it.
1: <laughs> so he started typing that Yara didn't have great bedside manner while speaking to uh, Hovey's father. Yeah, be- because
0: she was I think she was tired. I think she was yeah. hungry. I think she doesn't feel good. And it's like these people are there to judge her. Yeah, because he immediately,
1: like, bit right back. Like, his bedside manner was even worse than yeah. hers was.
0: They are really sure. mean to her. He hadn't met her before because he was at work when she arrived. He makes it like she's a package. Right. <laughs> like, when UPS dropped her off, I was at work, so we left her by the back door.
1: And that isn't like how they treat her. They don't
0: treat her like a human being. Nope. She is a in, an import. They imported her. So- His mom, Gwen, is having 50 to 60 people at this quote-unquote small party. So Gwen is looking at her and lying to her face. And while Gwen is lying, Hovey is drinking, of course. He's just drinking. And she's like, they're like, how do you like New Orleans? She's like, oh, I don't like it at all. Um, I, I get very scared to walk around. And the father, okay, what's his name? Monty, I think I called him Marty. His name is Monty, right?
1: I don't write it down.
0: He said, oh, yeah, it's very dangerous for for a woman that dresses like you. I've seen that uh, the way that you dress. I've seen pictures of you. So he's basically implying that she might be mistaken for uh, a hooker.
1: This makes me so angry because, first of all, and she I mean, she backs herself up. Yeah, she she backs herself up well, but it's like. When, when I'm on vacation, which isn't often, but I would never wear the outfits that I wear on vacation okay. anywhere else. So what
0: you're saying, Shannon, I'm just trying to understand that. So when you wear a bikini at the beach, <laughs> when you're uh, in Puerto Rico, right. Okay. You don't wear that on the subway in New York city.
1: Well, not Cause that always. doesn't,
0: that's just, I'm just trying to figure this out. So you've say you're saying that you have dressed um, in maybe like a sexy way right. at an event that it's appropriate for. And then not worn it uh, at 4 a.m. walking in a dark alleyway in exactly. New York City. Exactly. Okay. That's so weird because I think that whatever you put on social media is just how you always are.
1: <laughs> also, I am on her side. I don't love New Orleans. I, I've uh-huh. only been there. I've only been there one time. Maybe it's a younger people place. Okay.
0: But it's also like, I don't know if she understood what she was coming into because I think that, listen, I, I like New Orleans. I don't want to live there. hmm but a lot of people feel it about New York City. That's true. You know, and it's also, you know, different neighborhoods, different areas, you know. So she just that's not her thing, you know. And and remember something. Jovi really embraces the culture of drinking there. He sure does. And the partying. And I mean, they have mentioned strippers 400 <laughs> times in just this one scene. So he is living, you know, when they say like, um, you know, people say I don't like New York City. A lot of times what they mean is like, I don't like Midtown Manhattan, Mm -hmm. but when you really come down to it, no one really is spending their day-to-day life in Midtown Manhattan in Times Square, standing under a billboard. Right. That's fair. Jovi is actually, he's like a permanent tourist in his own city. He's going to the M&M store every day. That's the equivalent (laughs) of going to the M&M store to do his grocery shopping. He's going to Bourbon street every night. (laughs) He's spending his evenings at strip clubs, which again, it's, it's fine. Like, you know, I'm not shaming anyone, but at the same time, like, I don't think that, you know, the lifestyle that he is telling Yara he's going to give her is going to happen if he's still partaking in that kind of behavior.
1: I agree. It's also, I mean, I guess like the overall thing though, is He has no business getting in a serious relationship, moving somebody here to this country from a different country when he, he wants to be a party boy, which is fine. But then don't.
0: Yeah, exactly. You it's, we're not shaming. I mean, I'm shaming him, but (laughs) quote unquote, we're not shaming him. But at the same time, it's like, don't drag someone into that. It's not like she's a party girl. You know, I will say that looks are deceiving when she got off that plane. I was like, Oh, this girl is really going to be a handful and then, you know, she was, like, demanding things in the apartment. And it's like, when you really think about it, it's like, oh, she wanted a nice rug. Mm-hmm. That's it. One rug. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted a rug. That's all she really wanted. And she a sparkly was... white rug, I would love one. <laughs> she would. I, I she I like her. I really do like her. Now, the other thing is that his family is really trying to push the narrative that almost like she's a mail-order bride from the Ukraine.
1: Right. <laughs> I mean, I love It obviously could have been done in a better way. But when they say to her, everybody uh, who lives in Ukraine wants to come to America. (laughs) Everybody
0: from the Ukraine wants to come to America. Every single body. And she says, she comes back. She goes, that was never my dream. She's like, look around. Look at this guy. This was my dream. She's like, this is a nightmare. (laughs) To live in this swamp.
1: Yeah, that was my dream.
0: (laughs) So um she so she's like, okay, fine. You want to say that all Ukrainians want to come to America? She's like, that's like saying all Americans are stupid because that's what people in the Ukraine say about Americans.
1: Burn. I mean, it was a perfect <laughs>
0: response. <laughs> she I, should I just added so like
1: much. fat lazy and stupid. Right? <laughs> she
0: should just said that. She's like, and no, drunk. I know. <laughs> well, wow. I mean, I think that uh we're proving her quite right with her <laughs> current relationship. So She would like to move to Budapest eventually. And I like how she comes out first meeting with her, the father. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're going to like kind of bully me. I'm going to tell you things that are going to make your head spin. Also,
1: they're they're accusing her of just wanting having this quote unquote American dream and just wanting to move to America. She immediately says, I don't want to live in this country yeah. And, and now they're switching over to they, she wants to take our son away. So like, which yes. thing, do you just
0: want to hate her for any reason? They're so afraid to lose him. And his mom says, this is a quote, I don't want him moving to Europe. <laughs> they, okay, so here's the other thing, right? They seem very uncultured and like this small town, like this Bayou mentality. And yet if his dad has the same job that he has, his dad has been traveling the world for a very long time. So I don't know why they seem so um oblivious to other cultures.
1: You know what though? When when he's traveling, he may be just traveling with his group of like sure. workers and not really experiencing those cultures, maybe because right. his mom was
0: like, ugh, Europe. <laughs> like all also- pretty general, I know.
1: <laughs> also, they keep saying to um to them that they have to decide soon where they want to live because after they get married it's going to be too late why why after you get married you just have to stay in one place forever
0: well they're saying that after they get married it's not as easy to get to divorce her if she wants to move (laughs) that's what basically what they're saying so now gwen is like listen we need to make you are comfortable in the u.s because she can't take my little baby boy away uh and (laughs) He's drinking. I know that it's weird, but uh, Jovi's drinking. And Yara wants to nap because she is pregnant and no one knows. And so him and his dad go to a crawfish boil with his friends from the bayou. And they're on their way there. And obviously Gwen is driving them because they are alcoholics.
1: (laughs) At least they're being responsible.
0: (laughs) They're very responsible. Gwen will be their Uber driver for the day. (laughs) And drops them off. And the dad in the car is like, Did we lock up everything in the house? Do you think it's safe to have left her by herself?
1: It's, you know, I am ignorant. Yes. And I am on board with, um, Jabbing like jokes that are maybe slightly offensive. Obviously, I say work at gas digital network. I am on board with that kind of humor. <laughs> sure. <laughs> However, if you are trying to convince your parents that you are with this woman for love and that she is with you for love, maybe sure. don't always jump in on the jokes about your future wife trying
0: to scam you and rob your family. Right. Yeah. Just like maybe uh, wait until they get a little bit more acquainted.
1: Right. Or wait till they're married. Wait (laughs) till they're they're married. married.
0: And and then you can tell your parents that she's a hooker. Exactly. (laughs) You know, just wait, though. Just give it a second. Um, So they don't, all of his friends don't think the marriage will last. They're like two months, two weeks, blah, blah, blah. And then one of his friends says, "Um, how many, how long do you have to be married for her to be able to stay here? And he says three years. And they're like, all right, well, that's how long you're going to be married. So they're also in I can't wait until she sees this footage. Oh my God. See, honestly, I don't think she really cares. Just like do- she didn't care what, because she doesn't care what Sarah said either. Okay. She's like, these people mean nothing. I don't even care. But they do keep his friend Frankie and Klein keep talking about how he loves strip clubs. Yeah. This is not a just one time combo.
1: I mean, she is so hot though. Like she really she's, is. She's beautiful. She's got a banging body. So it's like if you're going to get and someone- she's she's funny. Yes. So if you're going to get someone close to the the appearance of a stripper, you got it.
0: <laughs> sure. Right. It's like, are you looking for a hotter girl? Not I mean, she's pretty hot. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I too. I do agree with that. So now she's getting ready for the party and she's in her dress and he's like, how much did that cost? And she's like, oh, a few thousand dollars. <laughs> she's just trying to shut him up. Yeah. And then as she's getting dressed, he's sprinkling powder on his head.
1: I don't I was hoping I thought that I was going
0: to. Coming here
1: to do the show. And I was going to make fun of that. And you were going to make me feel stupid by uh, I telling was hoping me you what gonna, it was.
0: <laughs> yeah, same. I thought you were going to make me feel stupid. I do. Maybe it was like a volumizing powder. Have you ever used that like on your roots where it gives it like a little texture? Yeah. It's like a little powder that you could sprinkle in and it gives you texture. So you get a little volume.
1: So I've used like, you know, like a dry, like a volumizing dry shampoo, right. which is kind of like a powder, but in spray form. So there is some right. sort of liquid component to it.
0: But he he didn't just sprinkle a little bit on like he kept like the whole bottle of salt was in his scalp.
1: I saw somebody post a meme
0: where it was like um, putting fish food in the tank. (laughs) That's exactly he didn't stop. It's not like he gave it a little sprinkle. And then we we moved on to the next product. Like there was a lot of powder in his head.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, sorry. No, no, sorry. and then and then he says uh and then she says your hair looks like shit. And he's like I know and it's like I wonder why because you're putting some yeah, sort you put, of you just substance.
0: put you just put old bay seasoning <laughs> all over your head. He's like well I just came from the crawfish boil so was that not a good thing to put in my no okay. She uh he didn't bring her any food. He brought her crawfish. She's pregnant. She feels nauseous, right? So she has morning sickness. And you know what he brought her? leftover crawfish from a crawfish boil that happened hours before.
1: Can I just throw in really quickly that sure. when they refer to the crawfish as red mud bugs yes, is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my That's entire what they call life. Them,
0: <laughs> yeah, that is what they're called.
1: So gross.
0: It makes me want to eat them so much less than I already <laughs> don't want to eat them.
1: Yes, But also he's like, he's like, what are you mad at me for? I put in absolutely the least amount of effort possible to bring you something.
0: <laughs> he's like, After everyone ate and touched all the food, I brought you cold crawfish that had been laying out for a long time. Uh, And I know that you're pregnant and you don't like seafood, but I made uh, I made you a little doggy bag of mud bugs. He like scraped it off the
1: table (laughs) where everyone's hands were.
0: Some of them are on the floor, but you just you just reboil them and you sanitize.
1: You're not going to eat the shell. It's fine.
0: (laughs) You just sanitize them. So she's like, I feel sick. I feel like I'm going to throw up. And now I feel like I'm going to throw up, not even because I'm pregnant, because I'm looking at you bringing me crawfish. Thank you so much. (laughs) So she wants to tell his family that she's pregnant. And he's like, oh, don't tell them because uh, we're not even going to be able to see the doctor. Oh, she says we're not going to be able to see the doctor for three months. And he says, but um, we can't tell them until we see the doctor. She's like, I mean, I'm pregnant.
1: I think he's hoping for the pregnancy to go away.
0: Yes. I yeah. think that he's like, but remember what happened the last time <laughs> we can cross our fingers. Right now it's, it's um, I, I do agree with you on that. I also understand that people don't announce their pregnancy for a while because of the risk of miscarriage. And she does have a history of that. So it's like maybe a little bit scary for him, but I don't think that's where he's coming from.
1: Absolutely not. It's giving him a little- too much credit.
0: <laughs> it's almost like, Hey, um, you know, if they if you tell them that you're pregnant again, like they're gonna <laughs> think it's me. <laughs> they're gonna think maybe I drink too much. So he's already hungover slash drunk well, on the when, way.
1: To oh, before party. before they even leave for the party, and he's like aggravated. He's like, "Can we get to this party already?" I think it's because his beer was getting low.
0: Yeah, for sure. Because when you stop drinking, you get hungover. So, so I mean the she, I'm sorry,
1: but the why I mean the one he
0: had in his hands, literally. <laughs> he's like like, i only have 12 car beers and it's a three minute drive how are we going to get to the party so she's annoyed at him and he doesn't know why she's mad at all she's taking selfies of herself and he's like you only care about yourself she's like "Uh uh-huh she's like you only care about your beer and he's drinking in the car on the way no but he hasn't been drinking
1: he okay she calls him (laughs) an
0: alcoholic and he says and this is a quote now you ready He said, I only had five beers, I'm not drinking, and I haven't been drinking. (laughs) Just warming up, baby. (laughs) Okay, wait, so you, okay. No, I'm just trying to, so you've only had five beers. Also, she says that's a lie. She said that, he said that three beers ago. So he's had at least eight beers. And then he says, he admits that he's had at least five, but also that he's not drinking and he's not drunk. Just because you're not drunk off eight beers, you know what that means? That means you have a drinking problem. That is not a bragging, right? He's like, look, I, I drank the whole bottle of Cuervo and I'm fine. Yeah, maybe just tell people that.
1: I used to actually date a guy that when we would head out to like go to a party or go to a bar or something, he would fill a solo cup yeah. with a drink for the drive mm-hmm. as he was driving. Yeah, You
0: know what that's called? An alcoholic. Alcoholic. <laughs> yes. That is called an alcohol. That's called a cheap alcoholic. <laughs> So I don't know why things didn't work out with you guys. I'm so sorry, Shannon. I don't know if that's sensitive. Also, then he adds that she's stupid. So that's uh, the icing on the cake. It's really great. So um, Tariq and Hazel, let's talk about them. It's April 2020. She's never driven a car, so he lets her drive the lawnmower for practice. This is a joke, right?
1: I don't know. I would be scared to even drive a lawnmower. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shannon, you could do it. I'm going to send you over to Virginia Beach and we're going to get you some lawnmower <laughs> mower driving lessons. Maybe you could be the third. Who knows? Oh God. 41 days left. And th- she's on the elliptical. They're quote unquote working out as a family. Everyone's on lockdown. And now she's scared because she heard from the grapevine. <laughs> That her son Harry has a fever. So she's trying, she's she's crying. Shannon. She heard from Harry's stepmom that he has a fever. That was a while ago. (laughs) Rumor has it. Rumor has it. She heard. She read in the paper (laughs) that Harry might have a fever. So now she's crying, and Tariq feels super guilty. And she said the last time that she called his stepmom, <laughs> she didn't call her. She didn't answer. So now I'm assuming days later, she calls her back. So she calls again and Ruby picks up. And she, this is now this is why I don't think the kid had a fever. She says to Ruby, does Harry still have a headache? And she says, no. And then that was it. That was it. It was like, "Oh my god, COVID's cured." She also translates that into
1: she said she's feeling he's feeling way better. Thank you for asking. <laughs> she's just like, "No."
0: <laughs> so now um, Harry comes on. He seems better, right? Or he seems probably the exactly how he was Same. before, which is fine. And to, and he's talking to Tariq in his language and Tariq goes, "Use your English." I don't like Tariq. I'm going to tell there's so many reasons why I don't like Tariq. If you guys listened to last week's podcast, we covered bears all. We covered episodes one and two, and we saw Tariq rap. So that's the number one reason I don't like him.
1: I skipped it because I didn't want it to change don't, how I felt about him.
0: Honestly, um, don't watch it. If you want to listen to the episode, that's fine. But don't watch the uh, the bears at all. It was it was uncomfortable. It was upsetting. And, you know, just not not because it was sad, just because it was upsetting. Terrible. <laughs> now. I feel like Tariq thinks he's the knight in shining armor, saving Hazel from poverty.
1: He, he, well, I'll, I'll wait for you to say the next part before I give my. No, like he's
0: there. like, oh, you know, I don't know. She's going to come here to my big American house and drive oh, my yeah. big American lawnmower. I have two to three vehicles. I don't even know if she's seen a wheel before.
1: They all do this, like Pole. <laughs> yes. Pole is famous. Pole's for doing like,
0: this. <laughs> Look, Karini, poop water, just like in your country.
1: Look, a trailer.
0: Isn't that all you ever <laughs> dreamed of? Look, we could put the dogs in cages so much nicer than your house. <laughs> Where
1: what? they just roam free. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Um, so now he also is like, okay. So Harry is recovering from COVID, apparently. <laughs> from fovid, fake COVID. He's like, uh, you need to drink orange juice every day. He's like, you need to overload your body with sugar, as much sugar as you can. That's very good for you. And Hazel's like, yeah, we don't have money for orange juice.
1: So he says, instead of sending 20 bucks over there so you can have orange juice forever. (laughs) No, no. no.
0: Now this kid's got to do jumping jacks in the house (laughs) because he can't play outside. What? Where did he? I'm scared. He has custody of a child. He has the custody of a child with special needs. This is terrifying. Know. So now um, his daughter, Ari, goes over and she's going to talk to Harry on this video call. And he points to Harry and goes, he's going to be your brother. <laughs> and she looks at Tariq and she walks away. <laughs> and I got to tell you, that is the cre- correct reaction for her.
1: <laughs> the sorry re- response.
0: Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I I would, too, because it's just so like, why are you trying to force this? This is strange. So now Hazel tells Harry it's going to take a very, very long time to get him here. And this is a quote, because there is a corona. (laughs) Shannon, was this really the plan? Was this the plan to take Harry over? So what you're going to do is you're going to have Harry live his whole life, basically, with his father and stepmother who's basically his mom because that's right that's how it works and then you're gonna rip him away and he could basically never see them again
1: right but i mean like so she already didn't have custody Mm -mm. when she she couldn't afford it here yeah so like not only like change his surroundings as far as the people he's surrounded by but different country different language right everything and then also it's just heartbreaking that she says to him It's going to be like forever. Yeah, she's like, hey, listen,
0: don't get your (laughs) hopes up on this. Um, There is one Corona here. (laughs) And honestly, if you had orange juice, we could have been making mimosas. But instead, there is a Corona
1: at the Corona's going to be doing jumping jacks. Yes. And so
0: just keep doing your jumping jacks. Also, Tariq teaches him how to do a jumping jack. Like they don't have jumping jacks in the Philippines. (laughs) He's like "Uh, anyone in the Philippines, have you ever moved your body? No? Okay, let me teach you this American jumping jack.
1: It's a (laughs) cure-all.
0: This is a very good uh, remedy if you have a fever. (laughs) If you have a fever and a headache, what you need to do immediately is jumping jacks. (laughs) So, Shannon, just keep that in mind if you ever don't feel good. So just some jumping jacks. All right, we're going to move on to Stephanie and Ryan. Oh,
1: boy.
0: She's teaching him how to hula hoop. Now, they're having a ton of fun. Her voice it's very old. It's much older than she even is. When I hear her voice, if I, if you close your eyes when she's speaking, I think 85 to 95. I agree. She just sounds very, very old.
1: My, my first sentence here is I hate everything.
0: Yes. I I do not like either of them. Um, and no, he also, I, I feel bad for him because I feel like he has not done a ton of research on Michigan. Because he says that he wants to explore Michigan with her. Now, no offense to Michigan, but he lives in Belize.
1: That's what I don't understand about people from tropical places.
0: Well, I, mean, I understand that there's poverty. So that that I understand. Um, but exploring Michigan is going to be more underwhelming than you uh, know.
1: There's probably equal amounts of poverty.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's not the great... But, she also lives a a lavish lifestyle. So it's going to, it's, that's not going to be his experience in Michigan. So his mom, she's like, is your mom happy that we're together and we're in love? And she goes, he goes, yes, she's so happy that it's going to be a good experience for me and that you're going to help me get a job. (laughs) She's like, yeah, but is she happy that we're in love? And he's like, yeah, that's what I just said (laughs) that you're going to get me a job and that you have a lot of money.
1: And whether I have a job or not, you're going to pay me. So
0: whatever. So we find out that his, his mom has blocked her. I mean, that's, you have to be really bad. If you
1: are funneling money to somebody (laughs) and annoy them so (laughs) bad, that they block
0: you. That's what I'm saying. Like, she's like, I don't even want your money. That's how annoying you are. So what happened was we find out and listen, we knew that Stephanie was, you know, insane, Mm -hmm. but this is really the confirmation. So she got in a fight with him and she basically threatened him that she would ask for the money back for, the, but, but not all the money, just that month's money because his mom didn't thank her
1: or thank her. Thank, or her, quick her, enough, well or thank enough.
0: her the way that she wanted to be thanked. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, my mom doesn't have to bend over backwards to you. Like if you choose to give us money and you choose to help us out, like you're choosing that from your heart.
1: Right. Also, it doesn't seem like they're asking her.
0: So if you no, decide, she wants to. <laughs>
1: yeah. So if you decide to do this, I mean, she's. It's very clear through everything. She's doing that it happens- to control him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, I would really like to take a-, a time out to speak about. She wears three different outfits. Through at the, the course same time. of this <laughs> no, yes, of movie. Also
0: at the and same it, time.
1: In the first scene where she's they're hula hooping. Right. She's wearing a rash guard as if yes. maybe they're going surfing. Sure. White shorts and sandals. Mm-hmm. Just, it just doesn't work. And yeah. I mean, you're on vacation, just like we spoke out with Yara earlier. When you're on vacation, you wear cute things. Sure. You're with your boyfriend that you haven't seen in 10 months. Why? Why is this your choice of outfit? Okay.
0: I'm going to tell you, there are definitely areas um, that maybe she does not want to show.
1: Okay. Oh, 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 oh! I thought you meant that it's not okay for her to show parts of her body in that area in case she nope. be assaulted. You know, nope. because it's gross.
0: Yes. Nope. <laughs> I do not mean that at all. I think that. Um. Remember something. Now, I, I'm not body shaming her whatsoever, but you do have to understand that she is a very vain person, mm-hmm. and that's what she cares about. She owns a med spa. Again, nothing wrong with that, but she does. Uh, think that her appearance and her youth is the most important thing. Okay, but... So I think that she's trying to avoid exposing certain areas of her body because I think like, okay, it's like this. If you're fat and you wear something oversized and in a dark color, you think that no one thinks you're fat, (laughs) right? Stephanie thinks that if she dresses maybe like how a toddler dresses, (laughs) that no one's going to know what age she is
1: with a diaper and a long shirt yeah.
0: <laughs> when she's wearing that onesie that snaps at her crotch she's wearing a bodysuit and a, a huggies
1: it does like regardless of what your body type is you can dress cute without revealing
0: but she doesn't know that anything. but she doesn't it's know crazy. she doesn't know that um she is she the way she dresses is very odd as well i don't think that she this is just who she is there's there's always something that she's trying to hide or trying to accentuate this these weird parts of her body i think that her shorts are always way too big on her
1: yes everything is too big right. and like in in then in that next scene she's she's literally i thought i gave her the benefit of the doubt and i wrote down t-shirt dress yeah but it's not it's not no. a t-shirt dress
0: nope. it's just it's like his t-shirt yeah but i think that she also likes that because she feels like like when you're in like you know when you're a teenager and you want to wear your boyfriend's hoodie in a bed (laughs) no she but she wants everyone to know that they're together and they're this like young couple that's very important to her is that they're a fun loving young couple so his mom just just blocked her and she said that she's trying to keep them fed and keep the lights on and now she doesn't send them any money now that his mom blocked her so she asked him, How many thousands of dollars do you think I've sent you? He's like, Yeah, I don't know. I uh, want you to leave me alone, but also, I mean, still send me money, but also <laughs> yes. leave me alone.
1: He really, you can see him like clenching his jaw mm-hmm. as he speaks to her and like really restrains his responses. Because uh-huh. when she's like, uh, Tell me you understand, he's like, I understand.
0: Mm-hmm. He's like, She gives me money. She gives me money. She gives me money. Just <laughs> shh. calm down, Ryan. Calm down, Ryan. You've gotten, uh, I don't know, an unprecedented amount of money from her. Please, Ryan, just be quiet. You could do this. Mom's already blocked her. Mom's already blocked her. We're fine. We're gonna be okay. <laughs> She's such a hero, though. Of course. She. So his mother wants space from her.
1: That's, that's telling. <laughs> yes, that's fair. And I mean, they were like BFFs when they were made that they, video though, call.
0: Were they BFFs or is this how she pushes herself on people and forces her to say, I love you back to her? <laughs> yes, she's like, say you love me or I'm not going to send the money. She's like, she, I love you, Stephanie.
1: If she sends a script and she's like, when I send you money, this is how you this respond. Is,
0: <laughs> this is what you say, because I clearly wasn't clear before. She's very old in the voice. She needs to get a voice injection. <laughs> Maybe at the Medi Spa they could do that. So she's drinking heavy. I think that's a lot of her problem. She is drinking very heavy and they still have not had relations since she's been there. I think she's been there for four to five hours, by the way.
1: <laughs> no, I couldn't tell how long she had been there.
0: But she's checking in with her psychic. So don't worry about it. Oh, God. They go to dinner and her, his mask is a picture of her.
1: I know it's another Rebecca and
0: Sayed. <laughs> I wonder where he got that from. Or do you want one? I want one. Do you think that, <laughs> do you think that maybe, uh, do you think he makes them for himself or you think that she sends that? No, that was in her luggage. Yeah. And his mom's like, why do I have a Stephanie mask? <laughs>
1: Everyone in that town does.
0: She keeps sending me Stephanie masks. I asked her for rent money. (laughs) She sent me 7,000 masks with her picture on it. She's like, do you know how much that's worth? (laughs) She's like, how many masks did I send you? Now pay your bills. Why don't you eat the masks? She's been checking with her psychic, thank God. And he says that he doesn't believe in the psychics. He thinks like that kind of stuff is like the devil. And I understand that that is um, a religious belief, I think. Uh, Christians are not supposed to believe in psychics, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, listen, do you think that maybe you tell Maria so much about me that she uses that to maybe influence her readings? And she's like, I don't give Maria any information.
1: She told her literally minute by minute their she's entire like, relationship. She's like, she's just my best friend. <laughs> yes.
0: And I send her transcripts of every conversation that we have. So She's like, what if you want kids or something? Maria says you're going to look for a young girl to have kids with. He's like, I don't want kids. I don't want kids right now. And she's like, wait a minute. You just said right now. And I think that what he means is I don't want kids until after you die.
1: <laughs> wait, until I saved enough money from you and then I can have. No,
0: But I think else. that he could just wait until she ages out and then he could still have kids. It's fair. <laughs> so, um. Okay, so this is what I think about Stephanie. I've been really trying to analyze how I feel about Stephanie because I don't hate her, but then, like, I don't like her. And what I've realized is that I feel like she is like if you ordered Darcy from (laughs) Wish.com, you would get Stephanie. Stephanie is like a poor man's Darcy, and Darcy's already a poor man's Darcy.
1: (laughs) I feel like that's, like, more credit than she deserves. (laughs) I mean, they're crazy in different ways, right? But uh, Yeah, I don't know. There aren't very many redeeming things about her,
0: Stephanie. Well, yeah. also, we don't know. We don't really know a lot about her besides her trying to kill her cat very slowly. <laughs> <laughs> do you so, Shannon, you're a cat lady, self-admitted, yes. right? Yeah. What do you think about her feeding the cat some Play, low-fat key lime yogurt?
1: It's insanity! It's insanity.
0: <laughs> no good.
1: I no, I mean that doesn't, um, to my knowledge, occur in the wild.
0: Right. I don't think. Oh, so, no. <laughs> no. I don't
1: think cats are <laughs> trying to hunt down yo play yo fat yogurt in the wild.
0: You don't think that there's a little bit like ti- like tigers, right? Because tigers are felines. <laughs> so you don't think that there's tigers that are just looking for some key lime like yogurt? gallons of it? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh my god, two percent only. it's it's trying to watch my weight over here so now four hours later right everything seems fine four hours later we get this like almost like self-taped footage yes he's leaving she's telling that he's lying and he said that he has a cab waiting and then she goes
1: F off and die Ryan but she also of course has to throw in there in the heat of this argument when he says he has the cab she says with what money
0: is that really the most money? important thing right now it's probably a one dollar cab because <laughs> he works at that resort <laughs> he's probably calling a golf cart to take him back to his room
1: you know, picking him up <laughs>
0: Harris also drives Uber so that, um, and she's already paid him. (laughs) (laughs) I think that Stephanie needs a ton of help. And right now she's in Belize and I don't know if Maria is the best person for her to be getting (laughs) support from. I think that she should be talking to a licensed professional counselor like the ones that you can get when you use BetterHelp Online Counseling. I use BetterHelp Online Counseling. I absolutely love it. If I was in Belize and having anxiety because my boyfriend that was 38 years younger than me was giving me, you know, grief or if his mom blocked me, you know, that's like family issues. I would be talking to my therapist from BetterHelp Online uh, Counseling. The service is available for clients worldwide. And you can talk about your depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, trauma, anger, any kind of family conflicts, literally anything you share is confidential. It's convenient, it's professional, it's affordable, and so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today, and as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com/fiance. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, hel fiance Speaking of mental illness. Let's talk about Andrew and Amira.
1: I have one sentence. Go. I don't, Tell I me them. what the sentence is. <laughs> is, what it is. It's not a quote. I just have one
0: note. <laughs> I hate them. Well, uh, yeah. he, he's going back home to California. He's super sad to go home alone to, quote, a world of confusion. What? A world? I, I went you, after his two-week vacation in Mexico. You're, going back to California. <laughs> you're not going back to a world of confusion. You're going back to your mom's daycare. <laughs> You're gonna, you're gonna do some cosplay at your mom's daycare. I don't even think you work there. I think you just go there. So he's looking at Amira's empty seat on the airplane uh, that she still paid for. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> do you think she paid her part yes. for that trip yeah I sure do so now his mom picks him up and he said that he misses Amira every day he's like I missed her you know when I was swimming with the dolphins I missed her during my buffet breakfast I missed her when I was doing the walking tours I missed her on the ATV tours I missed massage. her when I was having toxi- tacos on the beach I, uh, I didn't really miss her that much during the massage because <laughs> the girl really did keep me a lot of company. Um, but I did miss her like in other ways. I didn't miss her when I was sleeping either. Cause I slept diagonally on the bed and I was happy for that, but I do miss her all the time. So his mom's like, Oh, has she talked about the detention center that she was in? Uh, and he's like, uh, not really just cause like I was so busy, like <laughs> You know, I was eating crepes, and then like, you know, she was like, uh you know, oh, I'm so sad. I was in jail, and then I was like, you know, Amira, I can't really hear you. You're breaking up. We didn't have like the best service, you know. And then, you know, like, I really was having, having me a margarita. Out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like I'm having a margarita. Please don't tell me the story <laughs> while I'm drinking a margarita in the sun. Like I don't want to, you know, dehydrate from my tears. <laughs> It's like, she didn't tell me. Also, I didn't ask. So. Also, yeah, I was like, it's better that you should uh, talk to a counselor about that. <laughs> so and this is a quote. We're tossing around the idea of going to Serbia. T- what tossing who's who's you're tossing it to her. You're, you just keep tossing it to her and she keeps not catching it.
1: Because, But it's so
0: easy. It's so easy to go through Serbia. You just listen. He wants her to do whatever makes her feel safe, secure and comfortable um, so, you know, it's like, if you have to swim from France to the U S then it's like, you know, whatever makes you happy.
1: Yeah. Like, a, just go to, um, a different country that speaks a different language yeah. and then, um, you know, hang out there for 14
0: days by yourself. Right. He's like, and- listen, I am seven to 10% sure that she won't go back <laughs> to his attention center. So I don't know, you know, Serbia seems like a really good established country. You know, what, what, like, I think she's going to be fine. Like, I don't know why she wouldn't want to go to like, I want to live in Serbia right now. You know, I was thinking maybe even she could go through maybe the Middle East (laughs) and just stay there for a little while. Maybe do a tour um, through each. Yeah. Like maybe Jordan or um, even, you know what I was saying, Serbia, I meant Syria, (laughs) Syria, Whatever. I was saying maybe she should go to Syria for a little while. Um, you know, there is a lot of there's a little bit of unrest, but like in all the confusion, she could probably just slip right into <laughs> the U.S. So maybe she should do that. Uh, his chihuahua greets him.
1: Oh, That's so cute, though. That's
0: my only part that
1: I like. <laughs> I know. I
0: really did like it. But I was also hoping that someone was watching it. it I, I thought just, the same thing. <laughs> I was like, is this chihuahua just like holding down the fort? He's starving. <laughs> so now we look at um, the giant tiger on the bed. And he has a gift basket for her, for her her winning, uh, getting to America, which she did not win. She didn't win the prize. An iPhone, a $500 debit card, because we can't trust her with more than that. We can never just give her access to our money. She gets $500 and $500 only. (laughs) And then uh, the bear, uh, its name is Garrett, but they uh, call it Bear. And he puts it in the closet. So he's pretending that he has all these stuffed animals for her to come over. He's like, yeah, these were our kids. Okay, well, that's not true. But okay, sure. Now, if we're really being fair about speaking about mental illness, let's talk about Zayed and Rebecca. Oh, boy. I don't think there's a ton wrong with Zayed. You know what? Since he's been in America, I don't hate him at all. No, I'm like, yeah, he seems pretty nice. So he's FaceTiming with his niece and nephew. And Rebecca's like, excuse me, Zayed, no more talking to anyone that's not me. Come in the bathroom <laughs> and see your surprise. And she hands him some fake tattoos. And then she says, this is a quote. You ready? Yeah. They're not real. <laughs> it won't hurt. Don't worry. They're not. I'm not going to needle them onto you. Because <laughs> that's she, how tattoos work. Yes. Shannon, she, you've, have you ever gotten a tattoo, Shannon? <laughs> yes did you now when you when you got these tattoos right so you have you have two full sleeves or just i uh, just one okay you have a full sleeve did you um was that with water you put that on yeah in my bathroom yeah. and I then it, it, it just stayed on right forever yep yeah and you were like oh my god i didn't know these were real <laughs> yes <laughs> all right well she uh she also mommy mommy has tattoos so she wants baby to have tattoos. So she's do like, you, look, mommy has them. But do you see how she shows her tattoos to him like by he making them? But by making a muscle, what mm-hmm. does that mean? Well, because big, strong mommy has oh. tattoos. and Now, big, strong baby is going to have tattoos. And then she also got baby some play dough, <laughs> but he can't play on the bed because he has to play on the floor. Don't the get in the carpet. <laughs> There's no <laughs> carpet. They live in a concrete <laughs> uh, garage. <laughs> Let's get real. They just hose it down after he plays. So she's like, do you want maybe to wear them to meet my family? And he's like, no, no. And she goes, oh, you just want to wear just, just for me. He's like, yeah, sure. (laughs) He's like, listen, you said I had a surprise. I thought maybe it was going to be a couch. He's like, you gave me a fake tattoo. Also, right.
1: like, could you possibly set him up for failure a little bit more? You want to stick a sleeve of fake tattoos on your boyfriend before going to hang out with your daughter? Oh
0: my God. No, they're going to the restaurant, right? And this is <laughs> Zayed goes, so hungry. And then Rebecca goes, <laughs> I can't even say it. She goes, This place, so beautiful food. Okay. So here's what's happening. Zayed, um, his English is pretty good. Rebecca's English is getting worse and Zayed's is getting better. I thought
1: that this was, um, even though we may have suspected it in the past, but this proves why he speaks that way. And yeah, is so much beautiful because she did it.
0: Okay. He probably speaks fluent, <laughs> beautiful English, and he's talking that way so he could communicate with her because that's how he thinks she talks. I think that's right. She's like, you think just for me he's like so beautiful <laughs> so hungry we have macarona. all right so now she says like oh you're gonna be meeting my family I thought it was gonna be like I don't know a family no offense but it was her daughter and her boyfriend who they've already met
1: you know, and she's like oh they're gonna have a bunch of and friends then two come of their out
0: friends. <laughs> yeah, two other people right, because of course, they're gonna have two other people come out because they're looking to to pair him with people his age. <laughs> so, like, do you have any young people he can hang out with? So now they're all looking at him when they when they open the scene, everyone's just looking at him. Like it's silence. Everyone just has a straight face, but they're his age. Mm-hmm. If we're really being honest, they're his age. So now Hannah is a friend of theirs. She's trying to make conversation. And They were asking him, like, what is the biggest difference between here and there? And he said, if you kiss your boyfriend in public, he'll go to jail for six months. And I just realized how many um, men I would like to travel to Tunisia with. (laughs) Do you have any ex-boyfriends that you wish you were in Tunisia with right now, Shannon? Very. So, so many. (laughs) So beautiful. So So much. (laughs) Rebecca's going to murder Hannah. Yeah. Like she's going to hurt her in the face.
1: Hannah is literally the only person that treats him like a human being.
0: She's the only like, one talking to him.
1: Yeah. She's asking. She's not asking him ridiculous questions. They're having a legitimate conversation. He even makes a joke when oh, she like says. Like a person. Yeah. He was, he's killing it. And Rebecca is just stewing. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. she. But she's not even like a confident mad. She's like this uncomfortable kid. Like, <sighs> Oh like sulking, yeah. <laughs> and it's very like I had such secondhand embarrassment for yes. her. So uh now her son-in-law. Now I gotta tell you, I think I was totally off about her son-in-law. I thought that he was very aggressive about Zayed before he got here. And now I'm seeing like, oh, they treat her like a kid because she acts like a kid. Yeah. And he's actually just trying to be protective of her. I agree. So he asked if um, they go hunting there and he said it's almost turkey season and maybe they can go turkey hunting together. Okay, I think that's adorable. <laughs> I mean, not that I like turkey hunting, but mm-hmm. they're just trying, that's that's the way they bond. You know, what mm-hmm. are we going to do about that? Now she's going to kill Hannah and there's a band actually called Kill Hannah. Really? Yeah, there is. There's a band. Um, they, I, we used to hang out with them all the time when I was younger. And I think that Rebecca might've been the lead singer of that band. <laughs> So they, as they what do you do usually when Rebecca is at work? And he's like, you know, I watch a movie, you know, I play Xbox. He's been there for like four days. And that's all and he has is an Xbox. In that all he has cart. is an Xbox and a mattress. <laughs> so Hannah is like, so oh, she also, Rebecca thinks that while she's at work, Zayad is going to go to the storage space by himself. He can't drive mm-hmm. and he's going to move all the furniture by himself. Yep. On his back by foot by foot. <laughs> I hope the storage space is close. <laughs> He's like, I cannot fit couch and shopping cart. <laughs> so Hannah's like, oh, actually, my family has a lot of trucks, a lot of flatbeds. First of all, is your family in the trucking business <laughs> or do you guys just have a lot of cars? I couldn't tell. This was obviously so um, staged by the produce- producers. Mm-hmm. Um so she's like, um, Rebecca confronts him in front of the whole table. And it's like, do you hear what she's saying? She's saying that she'll help you move. Are you going to you're going to let a girl, a woman move your I don't think she was asking to help him move the furniture in. No, I think she might have been like, do you need to borrow one of the cars or like yes. I could drive the car if you load it?
1: Exactly. And it doesn't I it's just this whole scene blows my mind because also it doesn't like, I know that it's supposed to be while she's at work, but this right. isn't like an intimate. <laughs> this
0: isn't and an she's intimate like, you're experience. in America. You don't let women in the house <laughs> when I'm. And he's like, what? I don't know what's happening. He's like, I really don't know what's happening. He's like, I speak better English than you, Rebecca. And I still don't know what's happening.
1: And when she asks him first, he's like, yes. And then she says it again.
0: He's like, no, no? I don't, know what he's like, I don't even know. And Rebecca's like, this place, so beautiful food. <laughs> So they all get up and leave without finishing their meals. And Zayed's like, I don't know what I did. I think I did a bad thing, but I don't know what the bad thing was.
1: She also like uses his culture however she wants to, because when exactly. she's yelling at him, she's like... Um, Uh, Oh, no, when she's talking to the camera, she says, uh, oh, in his culture, they don't have single women and men. And then at the end, she's like, oh, American women are different than how you're used to in your culture. just using it however she can.
0: She's a crazy person, like for real. And I got to tell you, I have so much more to say about her. And I think we're probably going to talk about some of this. On our Stereo Party, we have a Trash Talk After Show every single Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The greatest thing about Stereo is that you should listen live because you could interact with us, but if you don't, you could listen afterwards. The link is going to be right in the show notes, but if you don't see that, it's stereo.com slash Trixie Tuzini. So what you're going to do is you download the app, you're going to follow me, and you're going to see all of our Trash Talk After Shows for every Wednesday at 7 p.m., and you're going to be able to interact with us all the way. It is so much fun. We've been really just like having a blast. We really have. Um, we have brand new content going live on the stereo app every Wednesday at 7 PM. And remember, you will be able to talk with us directly on stereo because you ever realize like when you wrap up a podcast, Shannon, you have a podcast too. When you wrap up, you forget to say something super important all the time. Yeah. So this is what our after show is going to be like. Our listeners can get the full story hear everything we missed and also suggest things for us to talk about and ask us specific questions. It's going to be so amazing. Shannon, where could everyone find you? I know that you talked about your podcast a little bit. Can you talk about where they could find your show, your social media and everything else you have going on?
1: Sure. Uh, so you can follow me on Instagram at Shannon Lee six, nine, eight, two. You can listen to my podcast. The thing is ding wherever you listen to podcasts, um, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, or go to gasdigitalnetwork.com And, uh, you can listen to it there. Um, that's
0: about it. Awesome. You guys could follow this show at 90 day podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You could follow me or host at Trixie 2 ZD on Instagram, Twitter, and stereo. And as always, we have merch for sale. And join our Patreon if you want more bonus content. We are going to be covering bears it all. Oh my God. On nice. Patreon. That's at patreon.com slash trash talk podcast. You could also follow my ex-co-host Noelle at Noe <laughs> Noe Girl on Instagram, Twitter, and stereo as well. So make sure that when you follow the show on stereo, you also follow me and Noelle. So that you will get all of the updates. And we will see you Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shannon, you, you're a gem.
1: Thank you so much. You're for God's having me. gift. <laughs>
0: Thank, Thank you. you so much for being here. And uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Thanks so much. Bye.